Hey love and welcome to the Emily Cooper Show. I call myself an emotional freedom coach because my job is to take you from feeling like life is hard and upsetting to feeling entirely in love with your life, the people in it, the job you're in and the experiences you're having. Because to me, life gets to be the biggest vibe when we show up for ourselves, we heal our shit, and we commit to creating a life that feels true. Thank you for being here, my friend. Let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome to the very first podcast episode of the year. It is 2023. I am so excited for this year. Um... There were so many things that happened last year, which I very much see as redirects. Um, I was speaking to a friend about this yesterday, I believe, or the day before. And I was saying that 2022 was really a year of things not going as I envisioned them to go. But... In retrospect, they were constantly redirecting me towards where I needed to go. And I'm so grateful for everything that happened last year that was frustrating and annoying and, at, you know, at the time. And when things weren't going right, when things weren't going as planned, where I felt like I'd made a huge mistake at some point. But anyway, that is an entire different episode so I might record that in a little bit but today I wanted to speak about how 2022 ended which was obviously not obviously if you follow me on Instagram it was me getting engaged Matt and I getting engaged and I thought that I would give you the story because it's way too long for Instagram and I don't know how many people care (laughs) So if you care, you're here and you are who are who I am speaking to. So a little bit of background. Um I originally found my ring on the 20th of May 2022 and we got engaged on the 30th of December 2022. So that was a long time. <laughs> that was a long time to wait. And there were moments where I questioned whether he had changed his mind and all sorts of things. But I was not snooping for my ring or snooping for anything. Um, my brother-in-law was looking for something. I was helping him find it. And I uncovered the ring. And at the time, I did not think it was mine at all. I thought it was uh, one of Matt's family's rings or family members' rings um, because we do store a lot of their jewellery for them. Uh, They live overseas. So I just assumed it was that and I put it on my finger and I was like, wow, beautiful ring and I moved on, right? And it was only later in the day when I said to Matt, oh, I looked everywhere for this thing that um, his brother needed. I even looked in the storage boxes under our bed and his whole face just fell. He was panicked. And it was in that moment that I thought, 
shit, <laughs> shit, <laughs> what have I done? Um, and we basically just kind of danced around each other awkwardly for the next 24 hours, him trying to work out if I was testing him or baiting him and me trying to almost gaslight myself and tell myself that I hadn't seen his facial expression change uh, and then eventually he kind of came clean and said to me that it was my ring and this is the most beautiful ring I have ever seen in my whole life um, I have always worn antique jewelry from the age of 18 so when I first started wearing actual jewelry not costume jewelry I was wearing beautiful antique pieces in fact probably even younger than that probably about 16 um there was this beautiful antique jeweler that my sister and I used to go to and we would purchase all of our jewelry antique right um it was just a style that we always loved and then for my 18th birthday my mom bought me the most amazing gold ring with five or six little diamonds um, and that was from the same place and then my 21st birthday my mom had a ring made for me also uh, diamonds and gold and that was also in a very kind of vintagey antique style and then I always wore my mom's wedding ring and engagement ring on my ring finger always that was given to me ages ago ages ago years ago and since that day I've worn there are two rings that fit together I've worn my mom's engagement ring and wedding ring on my ring finger so when Matt and I originally started talking about engagement I said to him listen I just have a few like specifications here and it has to be yellow gold has to be no offense to anybody that has white gold or rose gold jewelry but I'm just a yellow gold person to me it makes zero sense to spend money on white gold to make it look like silver it just doesn't work in my brain but anyway <laughs> um, I love yellow gold so I said to him it has to be yellow gold and it has to be diamonds. My birthstone is a diamond. I love diamonds. Um, and that was kind of me joking around. But he really took that to heart. And um, my ring is his great, great aunt's. Um, it's beautiful. It's this family heirloom. It stands super tall. It's so extra. You can't buy it at a store. And I'm in love with it. Anyway, so... Now that I knew that that was my ring, I'd also obviously tried it on. So I said to Matt, uh, by the way, like you need to get it resized. It's a bit big. <laughs> um, but once I knew that that was my ring, there was this very interesting moment. And I'm going to talk about this. I won't talk about it now, but I'll talk about it a little bit more in depth. Um, in another space and at another time but there was this interesting moment of clarity and in my mind I really said yes to him on the 20th of May because having found my ring and having and and, and knowing that it was coming I 
should have gotten out <laughs> then if I was not going to say yes, right? Or if I didn't think that it was the thing that I wanted or the thing that was best for me. So in my mind, I really said yes, theoretically, on the 20th of May. And since that point, we had joked about it and discussed about uh, discussed it. And I didn't know this until very recently, but he was actually supposed to propose in September. That was his kind of due date in his head. Um, but my grandfather got really sick. Well, he was really sick, but he got even more sick in September. And he eventually died in October. So... Matt kind of aborted the mission. <laughs> um, he didn't think it was the right time. He thought it was a bit insensitive. And then he told me that on our anniversary, which was the 5th of December, he told me that he was planning to propose, and but my grandfather had gotten sick. And probably about... Mm, probably about three days, four days later... I had this dream and the dream was that I walked up our staircase. I say staircase, it's basically a an oversized ladder <laughs> um, into our loft. And I walked up our offices up there, so our two desks, and his desk drawer was open. And I knew that the ring was being kept in his desk because obviously there was no reason to hide it from me anymore um I knew that it was there and I had this dream that I walked upstairs and the desk drawer was open and I looked inside and there was no ring box actually no there was a ring box sorry but the ring wasn't inside and I woke up the next day and I knew that we were getting engaged soon so that was probably the 8th of December roundabout and then we started Christmas shopping and it was festive season kind of coming about. And one day he came to me with a different ring um, and he said, does this ring fit you? And I obviously knew what he was doing. <laughs> so I just gave him the ring off of my ring finger that I always wear. And I said, here we go. Like, this is my ring size. And he took it to be resized. And a week after that, we went to fetch it together, which was a really special experience. I think a lot of people would have been really upset at having found the ring. And I've been told multiple times, like, oh, you ruined the surprise and aren't you upset? But I really wasn't. Honestly, I really wasn't. I found it so beautiful to be able to walk this journey with him and for us to go and resize my ring together and to just be a part of the whole experience. And he told me that he really enjoyed it as well, that it was comforting to not have to do all of these things alone. So it's definitely a unique experience, um, but it was perfect. And the day that we picked my ring up from the jeweler after it had been resized, he went and had a conversation with my dad. He took my dad for a beer and they chatted and obviously I know during and I knew at the time that he was going to ask my dad to marry me 
which granted my dad has always said to Matt you don't need to ask for my permission because my daughter is not my property but you may ask for my blessing if you want and it was also just really important for Matt to have that conversation and I don't know the full ins and outs of the conversation I never will and I don't want to but I did know that it was happening uh, anyway fast forward to the 30th of December and we woke up that day and it was just a normal Friday <laughs> and we had planned to go on a dog walk with our two friends who were well are Matt's two best friends and I now feel like they are very much two of my best friends as well we were going for a dog walk with them and their dogs and nothing was different everything was the same but there was something nagging at me and Matt mentioned he said hey um this is the last sunset of 2022 that we'll experience at home because we went away for New Year's Eve. So do you want to watch a sunset tonight? And this spot that he was referring to was a place that we have gone to watch the sunset so many times over the last couple of years. Um, it's a spot that all of you definitely will have seen on my Instagram stories um, high up above the beach and the waves are right there and it's so beautiful I mean obviously you would have seen this in the photos if you watched the reel that I posted but this spot we've been going to for ages and we love it and he you know suggested a sunset and again that was not out of the ordinary because as I said we've done this so many times and it was our last sunset at home for 2022 so it made sense but there was just something nagging at me that said this is different this is different this is different and we went on the dog walk and everything was normal and fine and we had coffee with our friends afterwards and everything was normal and then Matt and myself and one of the friends had to go to uh, this big shopping center out in town by the it's called the waterfront and it's by the ocean and we had to get new year's outfits and we had lunch and it was just like the most beautiful beautiful wholesome day but there was still something different and Matt's friend was filming us the whole time but again that is not out of the ordinary because he films us and he films everything he does all the time because he makes Instagram stories out of it and he makes reels out of it. And so that is not out of the ordinary. Nothing was different. I'm so used to being filmed by this friend. Um, and something was just like telling me that it was different. So I then had a nail appointment booked, which is also just really kismet. Um, I had made the nail appointment like two days prior for that day at 4pm and Matt dropped me off at my nail appointment and I knew that Matt and the same two friends were going for a beer and 
at the nail appointment, I get a message from Matt and he said, um, do you want to go for dinner after? And he suggested this restaurant that we go to very often because it's like two minutes away from where we live and it's incredible. Um, and I said, yeah, okay, cool. We can do that. And he said, all right, I'll make a reservation or something like that. And then it literally hit me like a ton of bricks and I just heard in my head I heard I'm getting engaged tonight um I joke about this because I suppose the one thing that really tipped me off was that (laughs) Matt had gone and planned two things he'd planned the sunset and he'd planned dinner which And not only had he planned dinner, but he said he would make a reservation. Um, And if you know Matt personally, you know that admin and thinking more than like 30 minutes ahead of time is not his favorite thing to do. He lives very much minute to minute. And I love that about him. But the fact that he'd planned two things was a complete like, no, something's up. So I said to my nail tech, I said, hey, listen, I'm getting engaged tonight and I need you to paint my nails the same color as they were when I originally found my ring. And I showed her a photo and she was like, wow, this is some confidence you have here. And even I doubted myself a little bit. I was like, oh, this is going to be so awkward if I've got this all wrong, right? So anyway, get my nails done. Matt picks me up from the place and he says okay cool uh let's go home I was in a dress and it was starting to get super cold and windy so he said let's go home let's change um it has gotten a little bit windy but I still think it's going to be a really good evening so I was like yeah no I'm (laughs) I'm keen let's go so I get changed and I'm now super conscious of of what's going on around me I'm super aware and Uh, we don't live in a very big house at all and everything is open planned so I was noticing things that were confirming my belief that I was going to get engaged that day for example uh, Matt putting on a cotton a collared shirt that doesn't happen (laughs) I can't remember the last time I saw Matt in a collared shirt for something that wasn't work related um he packed like a cooler bag with well he told me it was snacks I didn't see him actually pack the snacks but he said he packed a cooler bag of snacks and there were other things that were that were telling me that something was up I think he brushed his hair Matt currently has like shoulder length hair so I think he brushed his hair which is also quite weird (laughs) um but the main thing the biggest thing was that I walked past the stairs and the desk drawer was open. And that was weird because that was literally as if I was living inside that dream that I had. And I knew that if I had to walk up the stairs and look in the desk, the ring wouldn't be there. I didn't do that, firstly because Matt was upstairs and secondly because I didn't need to confirm anything I wrote in my notes app at 20 to 7 
in the evening. I think I'm about to get engaged. Because I wanted to be able to, I suppose, show that I knew or prove myself right. (laughs) Typical Aries, always wanting to fucking be right, but that was that. And then we headed off to the beach. Um, We walked out to our car. Matt said, oh, I forgot the car keys in the house. So he turned around and went back. And I was literally taking photos of myself, like selfies, holding up my left hand, just being like, I wonder if there's going to be a ring on this hand when I come home tonight. So we drive to the beach and now I'm on high alert because I think I'm about to get engaged and so I'm just filming everything like I'm filming us walking down the boardwalk I'm filming Matt climbing the rocks I'm filming him sitting on the rocks I'm filming the sunset um which is not something I would normally do because the beach time and sunset time is normally a moment that we take out of our day to be present and to not yeah not be on our phones we normally leave our phones in the car but I wanted to capture everything and also knowing that I was about to get engaged allowed me to be so present in that moment. It was so beautiful. Everything felt amplified. Everything felt more beautiful, more exciting. Um, And I remember thinking at the time, I want to carry this feeling right now with me into every aspect of life. Can I go on a run? I hate running. Can I go on a run and feel this level of pure joy for my surroundings? You know, can I do my taxes and feel this level of joy and this level of excitement to be alive? Anyway, that's a whole different tangent. So we walk down the boardwalk, we scramble up onto the rocks, go to our spot we sit down and Matt's very talkative, uh, which is also different because Matt is a man of few words. When he speaks, it's profound, but I'm definitely the talker of the two of us. And he was very talkative. So I could tell he was nervous, which was making me nervous. And oh, I also set up a time lapse on my phone because I wasn't expecting there to be people in the bushes taking photos of us so I set up a time lapse and we watched the sea for 20 minutes 25 minutes talking we thought we saw a whale but we didn't (laughs) and Matt kept looking at his watch and I didn't know why and later I discovered that he was doing that because he had told one of my best friends, Leah, who is also a photographer, that he was going to propose at 7.30. So he was making sure that he was on time and that she didn't miss it. So then he says to me at 7.30, he cut me off mid-sentence. I was speaking and he just cut me off and said, do you want to move closer along the rocks uh, so that we can see more of the view? And I saw right through that because we already could see the whole view. And I stood up and I walked forward and I, in my head, I was saying to myself, okay, when you turn around, he's going to be on his knee and he's going to propose to you. 
And that moment of me thinking that probably lasted a second, but it was the longest moment of my life. <laughs> my heart was racing and I was almost, yeah, I was so nervous. Not nervous at the concept, but just nervous at, I don't know, kooking out and like falling off the rock or <laughs> like saying the wrong things or I don't know, I was so nervous. So I turn around and it's exactly as I predicted and he was on one knee and he had the ring open and he said the most beautiful things to me, which I won't repeat to anyone because they're ours and that moment was ours and I started crying, I was sobbing, even though I had known about this since the 20th of May, even though I had that dream that confirmed to me that it was happening soon, even though we resized the ring, even though he had the conversation with my dad, the, the moment that I saw him kneeling in front of me with that ring was unlike anything I've ever experienced. And it was so overwhelming and there were so many memories that came to my mind of moments in my life where I did not think that this would ever happen for me. I did not think that it would ever happen for me because I was stuck in so many relationships that were horrible and toxic and dysfunctional and there were moments in those relationships where I was horrible and toxic and dysfunctional. I'm not just saying that my previous partners were terrible. I'm referring to the dynamic. There were so many moments where I cried myself to sleep, thinking and believing that I was so unworthy of love, that I was never going to find it, that I was never going to experience what everyone else talks about. There were so many moments where I questioned marriage, the concept of marriage. In university, I firmly believed that I would never get married. This was largely to do with the fact that I'm a lawyer and from a legal perspective, marriage can be quite intimidating. But more than that, it was a fundamental belief that I had that marriage was doomed, that marriage was outdated, that marriage was something that ends. The marriage was just a fancy word for a relationship and eventually you break up. And I'm going to speak about this exact thing again, in this project that I keep alluding to and <laughs> referring to, but this was a belief that I held for so many years. I'll never get married. I'll never get married. I hate the concept of marriage. It's a complete lie. And it's a complete sham. And I'm unworthy of finding this sort of love. And I'm not pretty enough. And I'm not healed enough. And I'm not good enough because I always get abandoned always get abandoned. The person always leaves. And all of this was coming to mind as I saw him kneeling in front of me. And it was so overwhelming. I burst into tears. 
I sunk so that I was kneeling too and I had my hands on his knees and he says Emily I need you to stand up now and I stood up and he he then said to me wait which hand do I put it on again and I said Matt you need to ask me (laughs) because he obviously knew I was gonna say yes because of me not running away in May he actually forgot to ask me at all. So he was like, oh, shit, will you marry me? (laughs) And I said yes, and he put it on the right hand, on the right finger, and then I just heard the scream in the background from behind me, and it was the two friends that we had walked the dogs with, another one of our friends, and then as I said, one of my best friends, Leah, and they had all been in the bush this whole time. They'd been in the bush. They were telling me that they had uh, cramps from squatting and one of them had thorns because he sat in a thorn bush. And seeing them was everything. It was everything because these people are such massive parts of our lives and they've played individually they've played such big roles in our relationship that having them there was the most special thing I could ever have imagined and I was still crying and Matt pulled out a bottle of champagne from the cooler box and we all drank champagne together and took more photos By the way, Leah actually left a dinner that she was hosting to come and do this whole thing for us because Matt obviously only decided on that morning that he was going to, well, I say obviously, I don't think I've actually mentioned that yet. Matt woke up that morning and decided this is a good day to propose. So he then messaged Leah and Leah had plans and she left the plans to come and do this for us which is probably the nicest thing that anyone has ever done for me ever and that will never go unappreciated I will never forget that um the photos I will absolutely cherish forever and ever and ever um and yeah we all took photos and had champagne and cried a little bit more and spoke about our friendship and our love and Then we went and met some more friends and my sister at the dinner place and basically just drank beer and ate burgers all together as the absolute family that we are and that was the story, that was that. We got home, had a pretty early night because it was New Year's (laughs) the next day And we knew that that was going to be a late one. And we were also traveling. So we went to bed and I did not sleep. I was so excited and so happy and so content. So deeply content. That that was that. I stayed up the whole night. (laughs) Anyway, um, I hope that that was interesting. It's a memory and a day and a moment that I will never forget. 
that I will keep very close to my heart. Um, we are not going to plan the wedding for a while. We really want to just appreciate being engaged and we don't want to rush anything. The thought of planning a wedding right now, honestly, makes me so anxious. <laughs> I want to wait until things in other areas of our lives have calmed down a bit and I think that one day we're just going to wake up and say, you know, today's the day, let's start planning. So that's that on the wedding, although we were not expecting so many questions about when we're getting married. Um, it was literally the day after we got engaged and everyone's like, oh, have you set a date? And that was overwhelming as hell. So no, we have not. <laughs> I have no idea when anything is happening. And... That's my story, friends. I suppose I want to leave you with kind of what I was saying earlier about how I genuinely did not think that this was ever going to happen for me. And it is no coincidence that it did happen for me. You know, I am so lucky to have Matt in my life but when you break it down it really has nothing to do with luck at all. The fact that we met when we did, the people that we were when we met, the amount of work and dedication that we've had to put into our relationship for us to get to this point, the amount of obstacles we've had to overcome, it has nothing to do with luck. Both of us did a hell of a lot of work on ourselves individually and we did a hell of a lot of work on our relationship. It's all hard work. Consistent hard work. And I don't feel the need to go into that more right now. But I do just want to say that you can have anything in this world. You can create anything for yourself. You are not blocked from getting engaged or getting married or finding a partner, a life partner, or just finding any sort of partner. You're not blocked from love, but you might be blocking yourself from love and experiencing the type of love that you deserve that the type of love that you deep down crave and want that love is available to you always but it's a question of are you blocking yourself or preventing yourself from experiencing it and that's a whole nother question that's a whole nother debate that's a whole nother episode and if you want to chat about this then dm me we can chat but it wasn't until I started unblocking myself, I started getting out of my own way that I met Matt and once I met him then the work really started. Genuinely it was easy breezy up until that point. <laughs> once we met each other that's when the real work started. So please don't ever think that this is not possible for you. It is. It really really is. And experiencing love like this is the most profound, 
profound, profound, profound human experience. And I wish it upon all of you if it is something that you want. On that note, I will never use my relationship or my engagement or my future marriage as promotional material. I've seen a lot of coaches do that lately and it absolutely just, oh, I cringe. It makes me so uncomfortable. Coaches that got engaged yesterday and today are posting like, oh, hop into my relationship container. Not a chance. Not at all. Not happening. My relationship is the most sacred thing in my life. So I will never use it as advertisement anything. Um, But what I will say is that 2023 is the year that I am going to release, I suppose it's a publication, and I'm just sorting out the finer back-end background details at the moment, so I'm not going to make this known on my Instagram account for a little while, but what I started to notice when I was posting content and as I said a lot of last year was really about redirecting bringing me back to my truth back to my authenticity back to what I wanted to be and share and embody rather than what I thought I should be share and embody based on what I was seeing on Instagram right so there was a lot of redirecting happening and what I noticed was that anytime I posted something that was vulnerable that was my experience rather than something that was teaching in other words like this is a trauma bond and this is how you know that you're trauma bonded blah blah blah. it was like an experience that I've had and the things I've learned and the thoughts there was no teaching at all it was just thoughts it was my own understanding of this experience that I had had right those were the posts that did incredibly well those were the posts that you loved to read and to experience and that made me so happy honestly and so relieved because for my entire life since the age of six I've been writing I have been writing religiously I love to write and Instagram frustrates me because I feel limited by words, by the algorithm, by what people want to read and there's a lot that goes on with Instagram. So I've decided to launch a subscription service, a publication, a membership, whatever you want to refer to it as, where I think I'm going to use Ghost as the platform um, or at least that's where we are right now, we'll see, but you will pay a really low fee, Um, I think at the moment I've decided on $5, it won't go higher than that, $5 a month, and you will receive two newsletters, but not newsletters, (laughs) maybe you can think of them as journal entries from me every month, right? And this is going to be my musings on life. It's going to be my experiences, my heartbreaks, 
my joyous moments, the moments where things were looking really bad and I managed to turn it around, the moments where my mindset was really bad and I managed to turn that around, my triumphs, my losses, my failures, my failures that led to success, my philosophy, my faith, anything that I feel is just dripping in value that is going to go into these journal entries and that is going to be delivered to your inbox twice a month. It's not going to be promotional. There will be zero promotional anything in these entries whatsoever. So you will not be sold things. You know, you get one paragraph of like value and then you just get sold shit absolutely not this is not a newsletter let me be clear this is not a newsletter it is me writing for you there's also going to be an option for you to request certain topics or request my opinion on certain things um so in that sense there's a little bit of coaching in there as well or mentorship guidance and I'm just honestly so thrilled by this project, by this idea. I'm so lit up by it because writing, I could write all day, every single day of my life. I love it. I absolutely love it. And the thought of writing these profound pieces for you in this intimate, safe space that isn't Instagram, oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. So I will obviously advertise that and pop the links and everything when everything is up and running. In the meantime, if you're listening to this and this is something that you would be interested in or you have any comments, concerns, suggestions, critiques, whatever, then pop me a message. Let me know your thoughts. I will be so happy to have a conversation with you about it and yeah, we can, we can chat and maybe you will be my first member of this beautiful little community that I intend to grow in 2023. All right, my loves, that is it from me. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day. Remember how worthy you are of love. I mean that so genuinely, even though it sounds so cliche. (laughs) Uh, I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye, my friends. All right, that's that for today, love. Thank you for being here and listening to me ramble. If you resonated in any way with today's episode, then please drop the pod a written review or rating. It really helps me to get into the ears of other people who'd love to hear me ramble. Another thing you can do is take a screenshot, share it to your stories and tag me. I'm here to grow a community of women who show up for each other. So I'd appreciate you helping me in doing that. I love you. Thank you for being here. See you in the next episode.